This is a perfect way to start episode seven. What a nice intro. So this is by Scent. Lovely. Really like it. The uh, title is... Just a Dream. Go on, ask me what the label is. And uh, the, t- the name of the label, please. It's Modern Hypnosis. Oh, wicked like this. Something different to kick off the show. Absolutely. So welcome to episode seven of In-Depth Radio. Yeah. I'm giving myself a big... Pat on the back for <laughs> making it this far. Released on time as well. Every other Wednesday, 9am. Set your alarms. So we've got a jam-packed episode this week. Who have we got on the phone? Talking to the uh, the one and only man like Plastician. Plastiche. Dubstep or underground, UK underground bass legend. Do you know what he is? And uh, we done Get Darker in Malta. Probably about two years ago or so. He was headlining, obviously. And I'll tell you, the venue was packed. And everyone there was to see him. No one was there to see me. <laughs> oh, don't, don't say that. You don't know that no, for mate, sure. He was signing records, signing T-shirts. I mean, I know he's big, but I've never seen... When was the last time you go to... You never know. They might have walked up to go, oh, thank you, Dark Side. I've just been waiting to see you forever. And he just he just kept it going. He just stole the limelight. <laughs> but in fairness, you know, like, it's cool. I was happy with it, man. It's a Get Darker party. But, you know, he's been to Malta loads of times. I'd never been before. And it's just, I could tell everyone was there. Come out of their way to see him. It's great. No, wicked, man. I mean, he's, he's been doing stuff for so long, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, I was playing his tunes back in, what, I don't know, 2002, something like that. So... Do you know, there's yeah, a story man. about that, right? I went to college and there was some bloke in my PE class called Chris. No joke. Serious. Right? And uh, yeah, John Ruskin College in South Croydon. And uh, didn't know him. Didn't know who he was. His name was um, Darkstar, I think was his DJ name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, back then? Yeah. It was, was and, a uh, little little bit of a, oh, no, kind of a dark be, off between Darkside and Darkstar. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I was a massive, well, still am, but I was a massive Slimzy fan, listened to Rinse all the time. This is before we all got Rinse and that. And then he played a tune called um, Venom or Shockwave. Can't remember one oh, or the that other. Was it Venom? Yeah. That was the, wasn't that the the, the signing to Slim Sauce? Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out that it's this geezer in my class who made it. I think Crazy. You know. yeah. yeah. Small world. Got plastician. There you go. Bit of info for you. Didn't know that, did you? Little inside peek to the world of dark side. So if he does a um, autobiography, you better mention that. <laughs> So what we got next on deck two then? Talking of Slimzy. Oh yeah, this, this leads very nicely into the next tune, didn't it? That was so well organised, wasn't it? So up next, we've got something by E3 Breaks is the artist. And uh, I think it's public knowledge now, but it's uh, Slimzy and Asif Kid. And this uh, this next one's called Curse and it's out on, or coming out on... Is it on Nominees? That's it? Yeah. I like this. I know this yet. Looking forward to it. A little bit of grime. A bit like breaky grime. Um, yeah. Okay. to the privates. <laughs> that made me pull a face, that did. <laughs> I bet you, I'm telling you if, you, if you're listening to this now, write a little comment if that just made you screw you. I know someone was watching, someone was listening to this then and just went, what? What? The? <laughs> so title of this is Curse. It's kind of gritty. Yeah, I'm into this one. Out to Slimzy, out to Asif Kid. Hold tight the Nomino as well. Met him for the first time at um, one of the Keep Hush nights earlier in the year. Yeah. What sound guy, isn't he? Bloody nice bloke. Bloody nice bloke.
coming in, mister. What's, uh, what you got for me next? So, this one, you know we encourage everyone, and we're going to do it once again, send us your new music. What's the email address? It's indepthradiouk at gmail.com. That's the one. So this one arrived uh, a few days ago, and I, I love the track. Big, big track. It's by Enigma Dubs, this one coming up, and the title is Gaza. Heavy. So load us up on the inbox. We check every single email. We do. So, um, yeah, hungry for beats always. And they, um, some of the tunes do actually make their way into our record bags as well. So, yeah. Strings, the synths, air razors. Sit, mate. Reminds me of uh, Judgment Day, Terminator. 
Is that film they're re-releasing? Predator. Yeah, I've seen My there's favorite. a new one, isn't there? A new yeah. one coming, yeah. Buckle up. Big track. Right. Let's fade this one down. Up next, we've got something that's uh, due on Hatched. We got Hatcher. First time we played a Hatch Recordings track on our new podcast. This one, entitled Drawn, produced by Ludge. Sludge, but without the S. <laughs> So, uh, up next, something by our good friend uh, LX1. And this also just landed uh, in the inbox quite recently. I bet he's thinking it's about time we played one of his tunes as well. Have we played? I thought we have played one. Have we played one? I don't think so. So, uh, apologies, Alex, if you're listening. Speaking of Alex, about Kenzo. This one, Hidden Shadow, LX1 on production. And this one is due out this month, September 2018. That to the Kenzo. 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 You don't believe in the dark? Dark?
Newcomer to in depth, not a newcomer to the scene of and world of dubstep. This guy goes by the name of uh, Silky. Silky, Silky, Silky. Uh, and this one entitled Impervious Deep Medi Recordings. Shania or Deep Medi Music, should I say? Oh, oh yeah, sure, sure. So Outlook Festival is, uh, well, this weekend, right? That's right. Name one essential you should take to Outlook. Dust mask. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely a dust mask. Diarolite.
tell you, I went to uh, SW4 Festival last weekend. Oh, yeah. I remember the first one of those. You had a... It was we had a, a tent, didn't we? There was a Get Darker tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was 2011, 2012. The red tent was our tent. And it was uh, heavy. I remember going there with... Um, yeah, I took Rach. It was good. Yeah. Sister, I think, no, my sister didn't go. She might have gone, actually. Yeah, my sister went. Yeah, think, yeah but it was, I remember it well. It was a nice sunny day. We were sitting out on the, on the grass outside the tents with some beers and... It, Anyway, it weren't quite that this year. It lashed down. So I went in welly boots, rain mac, <laughs> nice and prepared. And uh, I'll tell you what, the main reason I went uh, was to see Chase and Status live set. Right. I've seen them play live. And when I say live, I don't mean the DJ set, the live set, the yeah, live yeah. show. Guitars. I've and s- oh, it's unreal. Um, I've seen them in Miami twice, multiple festivals, but not for a while. So we went, took the wife, and... Uh, it's the only music that we agree together that we like. She can't stand this stuff. Really? She likes 80s and, pop. and she doesn't. <laughs> she's not into your ABBA collection either. No, she? she's not into that. <laughs> but she is into Jason Status. So we went and they absolutely smashed it. And uh, we also caught Madame X. She killed it. Couldn't even get in her tent. She was no, banging it out. Yeah. Saw EZ, of course. My oh, hero. Man. Love to see him. I haven't seen him for years. He just done what he does, you know, tore it up. And then also caught Andy C. Now, I know Andy C is the Don, but Andy C and EZ at the same festival is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Because they are probably the two best DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they was playing house music, they'd be the biggest in the world, yeah. you know? Anyway, enough of SW4. Right, so uh, where are we going now? So this one, something also brand new. Oh, yes, from the uh, Tyco. Tyco? Yes, and Trenches is the title. This one's forthcoming. Uh, due late September, I think. Sub-Alterain or Sub-Alterain? Sub-Alterain. Sub-Alterain. I'm sure it is. Sub-Alt. 17. Okay. We'll 17. go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Big, big track.
tell you what else uh, looked bloody good, even though the weather was a bit not so good. It was Notting Hill Carnival. It did. I've never been, you know. Never been. Do you know what? I have. I've been twice. I mainly go for the food. <laughs> love, love, love Jamaican food, mate. Um, and uh, obviously the music's great as well. But this year you had, talking about Chasing Status again, I, I was driving. I didn't go to the, the uh, Notting Hill and uh, Cyrus rang me. He goes, you listen to Rinse? I was like, no, listen to 80s music. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he goes, I'll put Rinse on. They're broadcasting live from uh, Notting Hill. And it was Chasing Status. Right? Just caught the end of their set. They smashed it. But I'll tell you who played straight after. Brocky and Det. Heavy. And I was never into the whole jungle drum and bass kind of no, thing. I was, I was too busy listening to heavy metal back then. I was too busy listening to garage 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 and so i kind of missed the whole thing i love i like it i love it but I never went to it and i know brockham debt are of course but i'll tell you what if those of you listening if you ever after you've listened to this podcast go on to the rinse soundcloud and check out the brockham debt set just the intro track it's like <laughs> <laughs> mate, it's like one hand you in pocket card, yeah mate it went off and proper back in the day when was the last time some one of your mates rang you up and said put the radio on yeah yeah definitely that's like definitely. old school pirate yeah, yeah, radio yeah. style wasn't it I loved it and so. you're in the car yeah big up Cyrus proper so uh, up next something brand new from the Dub Diggers and this one forthcoming on uh, Truzik Truzik 004 out to all the gang out to Alistair this one's entitled Dark Dawn. Ish. This one on the system will thump, wouldn't it? Yeah, I remember playing for this guy actually. There's a wicked night. Um, gonna totally insult him by forgetting what country that was in. <laughs> but um, it was a wicked night. It will come. It will come to me shortly. So uh, yeah, out to the dub diggers.
playing with your phone for? The phone's meant to be switched off. None, none of your business. You'll be, uh, be looking at me text messages next. <laughs> I'm just making a phone call, just calling someone. Who are you ringing? None of your business. <laughs> just calling Plastician. Right, so this week on In Depth, we are catching up with DJ and producer Plastician. How's it going, mate? Yes, mate, not too bad. Just uh, heavy on the promo trail off the back of the EP coming out. Uh, yeah, you know how it is. In full-on admin mode at the moment. So, um, yeah, speaking of your new EP, which is entitled Overdue, just give us a little bit of, um, you know, kind of like the concept behind it, or the ideas uh, behind it, and um, I'm guessing it's tunes which are overdue. But, yeah, I mean, just let us know what, um, yeah, the whole idea is behind that EP. So basically it's kind of made up from a lot of music that I've been sat on for a while, obviously, hence the overdue title. Um, and they're all tracks that I've been writing since I became a dad four years ago. So it's also a kind of nod to the kids. They were both born um, beyond full term pregnancy, so they were technically overdue as well. Um, so yeah, that all kind of ties into the title. And it's made up of a bunch of songs really that kind of reflect my feelings and emotions of different things that were going on in my life at the time, not just in my life. Obviously there's a track in there that's kind of around Brexit. Um, so that was kind of like encapsulating the feelings, the dread and sort of unknowing of what we were heading into. So yeah, it's just a mixture of feelings kind of expressed via sound really. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really know that was, um, yeah, that was a part of it, really, especially like the nod, you know, to your kids and, and what goes on or what has gone on with, with um, that life changing situation. And obviously, um, I've, I think, you know, I've got kids, but yeah, I mean, I've got two now and um, it definitely changes so many things, like, especially with music, like with the music that I make the time I give the music even, like it's even hard. I mean, sometimes I look back and I just, I don't almost feel like super selfish, if you see what I mean. And, and even now, if I spend so much time doing it, I feel a little bit selfish. How do you deal with music now, now having kids and how do you think about the process of writing beats and the time you dedicate to it? Um, yeah, I can definitely sympathize on the guilty feeling sometimes. Um, the days that I work from home, uh, I'm obviously indoors and we got a newborn. Um, and a four-year-old. So we're at a stage now where four-year-old's getting ready to go to school, which needs a little bit of extra attention because, you know, he's also competing for attention with the newborn. So time-wise, at the moment, it's quite difficult for me to find time to write music or work on music or just kind of do anything creative. You kind of just have to spend the time that you do have to get the basics done. And in terms of running a record label, being a DJ, all that kind of stuff that I do. That kind of takes precedence over sitting down and trying to write music because I want to, not because I have to. So um, yeah, it's definitely that. But I think also means that when I do take time to sit down and write music, I find that like I'm actually getting more finished because once I get in, I just, I need to get that song to a place where it's finished or finishable within the next few sessions that I might get on it. So yeah, it's kind of galvanized my studio sessions a little bit. Um, and yeah, I, I suppose like taste-wise, I think like you just, the energies, your tastes, um, 
We just appreciate the time you do get to listen to music and I feel like I'm a lot pickier about what I want to hear or how I want to digest music at the moment. You know, I used to sit on SoundCloud for days finding stuff to play on the radio and I don't have days anymore, you know. I, I have an hour or two if I'm lucky. So, um, yeah, I, I just I don't spend as much time as I'd like to listening out for new music um, so I do definitely appreciate the time that I get when I can get it and so um, going back to your your EP Overdue um, I mean how would you say your production style you know has changed over the years and did you think this kind of reflects a, a progression in your production style I think from watching some of your Instagram videos you're still using Fruity so um, yeah I mean is the process the same um, yeah be interesting to know i think the process is pretty much the same for me in that um i still build very similar like you know like my sound banks haven't changed too much apart from adding to them down the years through like definitely added a lot of uh, sort of contact banks recently and um i think for me like always when i've been producing i've been just trying to make stuff that fits in with the bits i'm playing myself at the time so when i first started out um, I was I wanted to make grime because I was in a crew. I needed stuff for MCs to spit on. And then being from Croydon and shopping in Big Apple and listening to Hatcher on the radio and knowing him through school, I, I wanted to try and make something that maybe he would play. So it was kind of taking that grime sound and structuring it a bit more like a song and not just like an eight bar kind of switch up. Um, Hatcher didn't really pick up my stuff straight away. It, w it wasn't until like Slimzy started playing um, that stuff then. Um, and then when I got started getting booked at Forward in um, 2003, that's when I really started structuring my music um, as an in instrumental, a bit like a dubstep record would be um, structured as opposed to like a grime one, but it still had like the grime sound. So for me, playing dubstep and grime as I was back then, my stuff sat perfectly in between um, the two sounds that I like to switch between and in terms of now producing I think that's exactly what I still do where like I've branched like you say outside of maybe 140 I still feel like the sonics are quite similar they're just like slower maybe or a bit you know this whole wave thing's very ethereal and it's almost got that dark garage vibe about it but the beats are kind of like trap or rap beats and growing up I, I liked hip-hop and rap more than I liked say you know if you listen to this wave stuff a lot of the influences coming in from like trance and stuff like that and that side of the sound I'm, I'm kind of not really that, that interested in but um, the hip-hop element of it it definitely resonates with me so production wise I just kind of found myself again trying to fill the gaps between all the kinds of stuff that I like to play and whether that be like somewhere in between dubstep and like New York club music or New York club music and wave or wave and grime or straight up um, grime records or dubstep, you know, I'm, try I'm still trying to make stuff that I can play in my sets and helps me move between two sounds that I'm trying to get out into a club set or into a radio show or, you know, a mix. So yeah, I think like the mentality is the same. It's just the tools maybe have changed slightly in that I'm using different versions of FL to what I maybe used to use all that time ago. So moving on to the next thing, um, for those most people might know or may not know that you were on rinse for um, 
a considerable amount of time. I think it was, was it 13 years? You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and it was recent, or it might have been a year now, was it that you left the station? So I'm just wondering, like, how do you feel now you've left the station? What's, you know, kind of what's filling that gap right now? Or, or you know, do you even feel like you need to fill that gap? Yeah, so uh, I think in total I was on rinse for 14 years. Uh, yep, you're right, I left um, just over a year ago now. And for me, the decision was more about, um, you know, going back to family again was more like my time, you know. A lot of people don't know that um, most DJs on these specialist radio stations don't get paid. So, you know, that you, you offer up your time to the stations in order to sort of promote yourself, get bookings in, etc. And um, as a lot of DJs who are based in the UK will know, a lot of clubs we've lost and a lot of promoters have kind of exited the game so there's a lot less bookings for sort of bass music experimental stuff unless you're more in like operating more in that kind of four to the floor club sphere whether you're at the kind of baseline end of things or whether you're at the techno end but um in terms of kind of half time uh, beats um anything a little bit not quite as club friendly there's just there's not really that area to operate in just now so for a few years, I was on the radio pushing all these like sounds, and the listeners, the listener base was great. But I just wasn't really seeing it operate um, on a kind of like bookings level like it always used to. And for me, I just had to weigh up the time I was spending each week doing a weekly radio show, collecting music for a weekly radio show, recording it, sometimes travelling down, setting up guest mixes, all that kind of stuff. It was quite a lot of work put into it every week to do it for 14 years, like I did. But particularly in the last three or four years, I really like wanted to push uh, sort of like a more of a borderless like sound um, in my shows, not not just like 140 or grime and dubstep. Like it was more like, what else do I like? What can I find that I'm interested in? And that just meant that I had to listen to a lot more music. Um, so it was taking a good couple of days out of my week, pretty much, I would say. And as as the bookings weren't rolling in i was like what's the point of me giving two days of my week up at the moment if it's not translating into money you know i've got bills to pay um, this is a full-time job for me it has been since i was 20 years old you know we, we, we're talking like 13 14 years full-time only working in music whether that be you know my last full-time job was working in distribution company so even before I became self-employed my last job was was in the industry as well so um i don't know any other way to operate um in business terms and i just had to kind of streamline the time i was spending on anything to do with music that wasn't bringing money in and unfortunately for me radio seemed like the option that i was gonna have to drop and um yeah so i'd say like in the last year since leaving obviously i did the we i moved into that vr um project which was going really well looked like it was going to become like a fully fledged business um but then i had a fallout with my business partner on that and uh that all just kind of came to a head in november last year um and since then i think i took a little bit of time out towards the end of the year i didn't really think too much about what i was going to do next and uh in january i took up a position um, at Pirate Studios, which is a 24-hour access studio company. They've got locations all around the UK and also one in New York, and they're opening one in Berlin soon. So I kind of, like, I work a couple of days there now, 
that kind of alleviates a little bit the financial pressures of like getting gigs in you know because if you don't have, if you have a really quiet month and you've only got a gig or two you'll find it difficult to like cover your overheads at the end of the month with you know mortgage kids uh, childcare, everything added together is very expensive um so without the gigs flying in you can find some months will be a bit tight and just you know like having a constant steady income alleviated a lot of the pressure and it also meant that like i could enjoy the time that i spend working on music or listening to music or you know i definitely enjoy dj gigs still always have and um for me i think like in terms of the kind of music that i make or maybe making in future i'm more and more influenced by like what may get me into the clubs and i'm finding that that's creeping into my tastes a little bit um purely because i love djing so much i think you know i'm finding myself listening more and more to stuff that like you know seems to be busy in the club circuit people seem to be interested in trying to find like is there an access point for me to kind of operate in that circuit and yeah it's weird but i i think that's it and then i look back now and i just think maybe that's what's always kept me going is the thought of having gigs because i just enjoy playing out so much and i've been lucky in the sense that i've never really had a really really quiet period um i've had some definitely had some lulls and some peaks and troughs and that like everyone does get but um i've been quite lucky that i've never really kind of experienced like a, a few months of having absolutely nothing um and yeah I, i definitely want to try and keep that going as long as i can yeah mate i can totally um relate to, you know relate with what you were saying and um that you know this, this that all kind of leads on nicely to my next question which is a question from dark side by the way and he wants to know about these um these disco sets you've been doing because he's he um we've both noticed you're talking about um some disco sets you've been doing recently so yeah shed a little bit of um light on that if you can mate yeah so the disco thing i think it came about almost by accident it was never really a plan um i never thought oh i want to branch into that a bit more um some people who are familiar with my, my time on rinse might remember um the christmas day kind of specials where i'd go in and i'd just play like 80s music um, and i'd done that maybe four four or five years on the trot um one year I did a back-to-back -back with Jack Master, another year I did one with Tom Shorters. Um, yeah, it was just fun, you know, I had Sergeant Pokes through a couple of times. And I think it became a point where like, a lot of people who were promoters were hearing that on Christmas Day. Um, so word got round that I kind of knew what I was doing in that realm, um, knew how to mix that kind of music as well, like an actual DJ set, not just blending the ends of tracks in and out. Um, so I was playing at Bestival in 2014 and Nick Hawks who runs a night called Reach Up who had me play like an 80s set at their Reach Up party maybe a couple months before that in the middle of 2014 um, saw that I was playing at Bestival and he had a stage there and was like do you want to come and do one of your 80s sets on the stage I see you're playing on the Red Bull stage on the Sunday like how do you feel about playing on our stage on i think it was the friday and i was like yeah well i'm planning on being there the whole weekend so that that would work um decided i'll like thought thought about it really thought right well, i need to nail this set i need it to go really well um best of all is a potentially big big crowd that you can pull in friday night the first night of the festival proper 
everyone's going to be up for it. Had a pretty decent set time. I think it was like 6 p.m. So perfect time for people to get into the weekend spirit. Playing that kind of music, you can't go wrong unless you completely like mess up on the mixing front. So I spent about a week kind of like going through my songs, working out how I was going to get from track to track, practicing the mixes, making notes on BPMs, all that kind of thing. Um, and inside Serato, like looping up bits of the songs where you know, like the drums start going out of time or something so that I can still mix even if the drums are all over the place. So yeah, it, it, it meant I just had a little bit of prep to do. I never really planned, I, ne I never planned sets before that. So that was the first time I'd ever really practiced a set that I was going to perform. And it went really well and it was recorded and I put it up on SoundCloud and I just said like if anyone enjoys this and wants to book me get in touch with my agent and yeah lo and behold um, Rebecca my agent started getting emails um, and I started playing these sets they were busy the promoters want to book you again before you know it you're playing out to actually massive rooms you know like I played with Morris Fulton in Manchester to 2,000 people like some of the gigs that I do are like as big if not bigger than some of the biggest shows I did at the height of dubstep and grime popping off um, and it just continued and it's continued still to this point that like for the last I'd say maybe three years now um, probably since about 2015 I'd say I I play more disco sets than I play any other kind of set, you know, whether people book me to play like I did on the radio back in the day or or like even like a throwback grime set or something like that. Like there's actually less demand for me to do that than there is at the moment for me to play disco music. Like just looking at my dates in the next few months, I'd say 75% of those gigs are playing disco if I take my US tour out of the equation. Um, but yeah, in terms of the UK, I'm a lot busier doing that than I am doing anything else. And I think it's because the gigs are constantly busy. Uh, often they sell out altogether and the promoters are happy. The punters are happy. They do well at the bar, you know, like the people that go to those events, buy drinks, they stay out all night. Those kind of other gigs, you know, like trying to do something a bit more left field, a bit more experimental. The people who come to those shows are there for the music 100%. It's not quite that party atmosphere that you get at like a disco gig. And um, yeah, like they're really enjoyable. I, I enjoy them to the point I do so many of them now that like they're they're heavily unplanned. Um, the only thing that I do have is I like constantly, you know, I still crate dig for that music all the time because I want to keep adding stuff to the repertoire. The gig's getting longer, sometimes I'll play a four hour set, so I can't just have like wall-to-wall -wall bangers, it's got to be stuff that people don't know in there and you know, you still want credibility for, among like your peers, so playing alongside like respected DJs in that circuit, I want, I want like their respect as well, so I'm constantly digging for stuff that even they might not know. Um, so yeah, like I'll do that whack it into Serato, find a bit at the beginning or a bit at the end of the tune that needs to be looped so that I've got an area that I can mix in or out of. And that is it. I just build up my um, my collection that I can mix from that way. And then I just mix away like I do at any other show. Um, so yeah, it's been really enjoyable to be honest. And uh, yeah, surprisingly, one of those things that didn't get 
planned at all just turned out to be a big success and um, yeah it doesn't look to be fading out anytime soon either well that's uh, that's great to hear mate you know and um, yeah it's uh, must be quite exciting to have something like that come along and um, I think that's actually like the, the kind of beauty of doing music really as well is like you can just kind of be doing one thing for so long and then it kind of gets a little bit stale and then all of a sudden there can just be this one random thing that happens and then bang like you're in demand everywhere and it's just super super busy so um yeah man big up i'm glad to hear it's all um you know it's all going really well and um thank you very much for spending this time having a little chat with us so yeah mate big up and um i'll catch up with you very soon cheers lads uh, thanks for having me on always a pleasure never a chore and uh yeah hope to catch up with you guys in the flesh at some point in the not too distant future pleasure having plastician on the phone what a gent so this is uh, taken from his new ep overdue title of this is ruled so up next we've got something else brand new pure freshness isn't it yeah so this guy he sent me some beats earlier in the year and um yeah Wicked producer from Bristol, I believe. Goes by the name of Fosa, P-H-O-S-S-A. This one's entitled Static. Been smashing this one. Larging up, Fosa. So Bristol lot again. I know. At least 90% of this stuff sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Always has, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
agree with you on this. This one is big. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. Okay, so. A little bit more exclusiveness coming up on this next deck. What we got? Yes. This one produced by Merc and Shiver. Chuck and Todd. Granite. I believe this, I don't think this is forthcoming either. So, um, at least I don't think so. So for those of you wanting a track list for this, check out our Instagram, In-Depth Radio, or our Facebook. You'll find it on there. Track list for every single episode. And if you're just listening for the first time, this is episode seven. So go check the previous six. Leave us a comment. We go through the comments. We reply to the comments. Well, the polite ones, don't we? Yeah, we delete delete all the uh, <laughs> hurtful ones. So if you're wondering where you can listen, uh, you can listen on or download via iTunes. You, you can listen on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, YouTube. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Sure, someone will create another platform. We'll whack it on there as well. Absolutely. We still need to decide what we're going to do for episode 10. It's true. I might do it. Uh, I was going to say naked, but that would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no one would know anyway. <laughs> what would be the point? <laughs> if we was going to live stream it though, is that why you want to be naked? Mm, mm, don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's think of something better Episode than naturism. <laughs> In naturism. Okay, let's fade this one down. What Ooh, we got next? Looking forward to this next one. Into this one then. Something by Nova. Brand new artist to my ER. Yeah. 
that may be yours. Track entitled Fire Dart. Check it out. Coming up next, something brand spankers from a uh, clue kid. Oh, yeah, nice little surprise. The track entitled Mystic World, and this one is forthcoming on Infernal Sounds 14. Bigging up, Captain Clue Kid. to hear something else from him, innit? We've already played one of his new ones, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, played a track called Merzim, didn't we? Episode one or two? That's correct. Yeah, Merzim. What's that for a memory? Ten out of ten. <laughs> Let's go.
big tune. Out to the Clue Kid. We got everyone down at Infernal Sounds. Keeping us loaded. Nice track. Okay, so up next then, we've got something on Dub Tribute. This one's uh, forthcoming, and this is from Arta, and the title is Communication Dub. Shouts to Olivia for the hookup on this. Feeling this one. This gets the little shuffle on, doesn't it? Little say side dark step. sides rocking. He's like, oh, he's on the boat. I tell you. <laughs> one hand in the pocket. Don't rock the boat. <laughs> Track fourteen this week, and the hand is back in that pocket. I tell you what, I, I do miss the get darker boats at outlook. I tell you. Do you know what? I'll, I'll go fun, next fun year. Me- fond memories of them. I tell you. I think for the last two outlooks, I've been in New York. Um. And this time I'm going to be at Oktoberfest. Nice. Well, in, not a bad place in to be. Munich. Lovely. Um, so next year I will go to Outlook. Cool. We'll do an in-depth versus yeah. get darker versus chest plate boat. How about that? that? How about that? That'd be good. There we go. Ooh. Versus the world. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. So let's fade this one down. This is uh, something else is brand new, right? True, got this the other day um, by one artist I'm familiar with and uh, love his sound. Guy goes by the name of Tefa, and uh, and a new art, or well, new to my ears, goes by the name of Breeze. And this one is entitled entitled Scientist. Big turn. Ugh. Filth. 
if we've done reloads on this podcast, this would go straight backy backy. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, so just a few more, and then we're uh, into the secret track, aren't we? Oh. What have we got lined up then, eh? So just to remind you of the new rules, it has to be released. Indeed. So we've got half a chance of getting it. It's still, um, none of we, none of us it's, have won it's yet, it's nil-nil. Yeah, we're we're still. saying it's like 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Aren't we? Is it? Yeah, because episode not. six last Oh, yeah, 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But really, it's nil-nil. Yeah. Have got it yeah. Right. yeah, it's true. Larging up the Tefa, out to Breeze, track and titled Scientist. Feeling a bit chilly. It's getting a bit, it's getting a bit nippy inside. A bit here, icy, isn't it? A bit icy in here, isn't it? <laughs> so that will mean that this one is from the Iceman. Called Tight Icicle. This one, Optech. 140 mix. This one's forthcoming on or is out on UKF. Larging up the UKF gang. Big Luke. Luke. Snap. <laughs> I literally said that right at the same time as you. She said again. Bigging up. Snap. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 
wavy, wavy. Freezing cold. Big up the ice, man. What's this next one? Um, Dalek one. Track is entitled Can't Walk. Big track. Don't start throwing the speakers around this room. <laughs> Promise I won't. Stepper, isn't it? Yeah, man, solid, solid. Just want to send a shout out to Max Moody. How you doing, sir? He just uh, messaged us on Instagram. Funny enough, says perfect for the commute. A little screenshot of all the episodes. Thank you, mate. Large up. We got man like content as well. So for those of you want to get in touch, just send us a DM on Instagram. Nice and easy. If you want to send us music? Indepthradiouk at gmail.com. Nice and easy. Easy. If you want to give us any uh, negative or positive feedback. Probably better off doing that on uh, SoundCloud. Nice and easy. <laughs> right, so uh, you feeling feeling confident, are you? So it's that guess the track time, right? You're. I'm going to take a seat. Go on, son. Rest those <sighs> little legs of yours. Yep. <laughs> so, what have you got for me? So it's Nil Nil, aka 3-3. Three three. Neither of us have guessed. That's right. What the other person is playing after six That's episodes. True. This is episode seven. It's Distance's turn. Come That's on then, true. what you got? I for think, me? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Should we, should we find out? Go for it. Oh. I think you'll, you'll know the artist. I know the intro. I, used to, I play this a lot. Well, I used to play this all the time. I still play this now. Yeah, do you know what I do? You should know it then, shouldn't you? I do. It's System. It's Vivek. I think it's Vivek. Is it Vivek? That's correct. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. I can't do it. I know it's going to go. I know exactly what's coming. Is it Vivek? Vivek? It's, yeah, it is Vivek. That's, that's, right, yeah, right. You got that, yep. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. It's the titles, isn't it? That's for Gesha. See, I got I got Chromester last week. Yeah, he did. Do you know what? I can't. Even... <sighs> and I've got the stems to do a remix for this as well. Uh, Sneaky. 
this is just this is so dark in it I love this track um, do you know what I, I used to drop this in between the most like heavy energetic tunes possible you just cut into this and everyone you just saw everyone just go like it's almost like everyone got punched in the stomach do you know what I mean? like, everyone, everyone in the whole world is like ooh <laughs> so yeah large up Vivek but yeah you need to know the title obviously I can picture the release and I, but I can't even name one of the tracks on the release so it's I was about to say malfunctions but it's not because that was Lass Asteroids no that weren't a bad guess though was it uh, that weren't a bad guess um, definitely not oh I'm going to get slated for not getting this Come on, son. Hey, you've got me. Do you know what makes it worse? I do know <laughs> it. I've got it. I play it. Blah, blah, blah. I just can't tell you the title. I pulled um, this one out of the bag last minute as well. Did you? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of that release. I think it's on the same release as Asteroids. I'm trying to think of another track. You ain't even on the right label. Oh, ain't I? See, I shouldn't say that. I'm helping you out now. before oh so this is before systems even about I think so or very early on yeah I've done well with a Vivek thing though but everyone would have got that wouldn't they yeah big up Vivek by the way he's another lovely chap <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry for not guessing this track mate <laughs> Got long left. Have one more got? go. Mate, I'm just trying to. Th- Such a tune. It, Such yeah. a tune. That's what makes me embarrassed. My- Don't be embarrassed, just means I've won another round. That's what makes it embarrassing. You know, you think. I love this tune. Played it many times, reloaded it many times. <laughs> And what makes it worse, I was one of the last to get onto USBs, mate. So I've burnt this to CD. I know what this tune's yeah, called. Yeah, no, no. I've, I've, I was smashing this I've written CD. this on CDs, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't get it. Um, so what is it? Is that I, Defeat I, then? I, I, yeah. Chuck is entitled Kismet. <sighs> Deep Midi. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually wouldn't have got that. You could have given me another hour. I wouldn't have got kids. Nah. I wouldn't have. I'm being honest. Well, there we go. Could have easily made that. It's on the tip of my tongue. It wasn't. Nah. Um, fair. But there's so many tunes like this. Ones that you would have played a hundred times, but you have no idea. Or you've read the name once and that's it. Do you know Thing what I mean? Is, you, know track, you, CDs, you know it was track. You knew it was track three. Yeah. Yeah. But I have actually CD. written this on CDs. So that's I should it, have yeah. got this. Okay. So that's... Uh, 4-3 to you or aka nil-nil still nil-nil because I still didn't that's get it that's it yeah <laughs> so that's episode 7 done there we go another great show obviously so we'll next speak when you get back from Outlook oh yeah yep so have fun go careful thank you I will look after myself don't throw anyone overboard on the boat parties I won't I'll send you a postcard um have a bloody nice time thank you I've been distance 
And I've been Darkside, and we're out of here. Bye. In depth radio. In depth radio.